0: What it is, what is up, what is good gamers? This is shownuff Enough 71, aka digga Dula Mike. Love it. <laughs> bling bling. Oh. <laughs> and your auditory canals are tuned into episode 134 of The Gamer of the Gaming Vessels podcast. And as usual, I'm not in the digital studio alone. Along with me, got my partners in crime. First on deck, we got Dez, aka the Bay Area Terror, aka the High Res Hater, aka Cat Daddy, aka Gamer Step Daddy. What's going on, man?
1: Not much. Just happy to be back here talking about these video games. And I'm always happy uh, to be talking to it, uh, talking about this, you know, with my with my three partners in crime. So happy to be here.
0: Indeed, indeed. And of course, our show is a no-go without Trader Joe, aka the Food Mags of Gaming, who can maximize your gaming dollar. How's it going, bro?
2: It's going, man. It's going. It's good stuff. Good stuff. I just celebrated my birthday. Thanks for all the uh, good treats, Des, on there. You're welcome. Um, Coworkers wound up sending me a surprise treat, too, which was a surprise on here i had to eat like eight gigantic cookies from crave so
1: you didn't have to eat them
2: you got <laughs> no but you know they got they got shipped to me day of and they were all nice and hot and all that so you know i made sure i had a, like a whole gallon of milk i just bought the day before you know and the day before too i bought myself a nice costco apple pie so i just been like you know over here uh you know acting the fool like gonna like make sure i go on a diet afterwards you know, so.
1: yeah well it is your birthday so i i would i would you know uh have it any I, I wouldn't have it any other way for you buddy all right you got it man but yeah
2: thank you for every everything and just another, another notch another year on the belt i guess yep. so indeed
0: indeed indeed so so well, our first topic on our docket, as usual, is going to be the playlist. So we'll start with the birthday man. What you been playing?
2: Uh, usual stuff. I mean, pretty much. Uh, uh, pr- we tried PSO two. Uh, the new character class came out, which was the braver. And uh, right now, Love I it. can say is it's okay. Love it. I yeah, pretty much uh, you got like what um like a close range weapon along with the bow on there. Uh, what's the cl- is it's like a scythe? I, f- I forget the name of the It's a katana. Uh,
1: katana, there you go. Thank you. That's what I love about it. It's got katana, it's got um and a bow. So one makes up one makes up the um the difference for the other one. So, you know, katana's up close and personal, bow you can sit back in the cuts. So so they just really complement each other really really well i've been sorry i've been watching a lot of um a lot of uh stuff about um the the uh the braver because it was it was my favorite class and classic uh pso so i've just been watching and reading a lot of stuff about it so
2: right on yeah, really We haven't really played too much this past week, but uh, I've kind of gone in and dabbled, done some dailies, done some weeklies, and that kind of thing. So, uh, on no, there, I don't think there's any further uh, story content. I think there's like one side mission I haven't done yet, but uh, yeah, the
1: the the girl, the 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 younger girl in the group has a has a side mission that you can do. Uh, that's a pseudo story mission, but neither I haven't done it either. So. Not, yeah but.
2: i mean this is you got to consider new genesis is like a uh, they release it early like 1.0 is not supposed to be finite until november so you are know, basically dealing with a game that right now is uh not not a complete game at the moment so but uh, you know obviously i played 60 65 70 hours of it so something is uh there for me to kind of play with i know uh, jason surgeon fire joined me uh wednesday night for a bit too and you know he's just at the beginning stages of the game but uh you know looking forward to playing more um PS- pso2 new genesis on there yeah, as uh, i also, also played some ascent not as much as i thought i would i have not done a single player like playthrough yet on there i know they just recently had an update on there which uh it's supposed to resolve some of the matchmaking issues on there and also brings the um, ray tracing over to the Games Pass version as well on here. And, uh, you know, I've heard some people online talk a little bit, and this is just not my impressions, but saying that later in the game, it kind of has gotten uneven and I'm not, you know, per se. Uh, I want to delve into it more. Have you played Mark Des? When you say
1: uneven, what do you mean by that? it's
2: not my impressions it's their impressions. so like but what do, saying, what do
1: they mean when they say uneven
2: yeah they're talking like uh character you know like um difficulty spikes and oh all that stuff, okay. you know? like that yeah. okay
1: yeah. um i have played it a uh, lot more than you um have and i've gotten uh much i would say deeper into the story i personally have super enjoyed uh, what i've been playing so far of of uh, of the ascent i think it is a fantastic uh cyberpunk game um like i said in uh, last week i'm not sure I, I usually don't like twin stick shooters but this one kind of mashes to genre like it it's like an action rpg um and i have not noticed any any uh spikes um in in the um in the enemies that i'm facing i mean there was one kind of janky thing where where um we started a mission and then the mission didn't the 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 prompt didn't happen and so we had to go out of the mission and come back in and then there was like a bug and that prompted it and bet- and i didn't really think that either of us had too much of a difficulty with it i mean there was a side no, 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 not at all yeah. there was a side mission that got kind of that got kind of hairy And, um, I, I died, which is hilarious. I died and then they put me, they resed me outside of the mission, but the, but, but the mission was completed. So I didn't have to kill anybody because I was like, oh, that's great. I have to fight my way out of here. So that was fun. (laughs) Um, but, um, but no, I haven't really noticed any, any kind of spikes. I do think that the, um, how they talk about the skills and how they, and how they, um, what they do and how they transcend—sorry, um, not how they how they make your character a certain do a certain thing could could have been a little bit more explained a little bit more maybe in character during character creation or whatnot. But that would be my really only um, only critique. But be, but because you can um, reset your character's skills, you can try different builds. I do wish that it was a little cheaper though you know, to, to redo your, to redo your, um, uh, your skills. I do wish that it was, um, it was better because sometimes I, I, I find myself wanting to change my skills to try something different, but it costs a lot of money to, uh, to do that. It, it always seems, and, and, it, and it's tied to your level. So the, the, the higher your level, the more it costs. So I always feel like I'm, you know, like a thousand or two thousand credits short to to do it. So, is there a way in, uh, really gr- to hmm? grind and get more cred or whatnot? Yeah. Yeah. Again, um, the only thing that's kind of, when I understand this game, the only thing that's kind of uh, RNG is, is the money, the loot, like the, the money that you find on the ground when you open up weird little things, uh, like little, uh, when you open up the, when you walk into the crates and they break and there's money or you open up doors and stuff uh, for the machines or for the cars, that's the only thing that, that you could get money out of everything. Every other item though, is, um, is, uh, uh, sorry, everything that's in a chest is, is put there, but stuff that falls out of like, you know, uh, people you kill, that's all RNG. So, but it looks like I haven't found anything through RNG from, from drops that is not, is anything that I haven't found already. You understand what I'm saying? So it's like if I haven't, and I don't know if this is just my playthrough, but but unless unless I have found it in the world through a chest or through a a vendor, it hasn't dropped for me from a um from a from, a, from an from an M- NPC or a, or a, or someone that I've killed, you know, blown up like a pinata. So that's why I'm thinking. You have to find this stuff first before the the game will register that you can actually use it or or that that's something that you can find in the world i don't know um that just is my my kind of thought about it but but to answer your original question no i, I haven't really found any spikes or any or, or or um difficulty spikes that that i wasn't able to overcome so uh, kev what about you kev i mean i know You've been playing this a lot, and I know you've played it a couple times with Ace Black. And um, are you still playing it? Are you still enjoying it?
0: I'm enjoying it, but I'm I'm seeing more of the warts in the game now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is. I mean, I'm I'll, I'll be I'm spoiled on House Mark because the, oh. the House Mark games are what I'm going to compare this to, because I mean that's what it. That's what it 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 plays like. And this game does some things that House Mark doesn't do or that House Mark does better. And like for example, I I don't know if, if the game is glitching or if this is just the way that the game is supposed to be. I'm I'm I've been I played solo uh kind of late last night. And I noticed that enemies started spawning either, like, literally right behind me. Like, i get to an area or I'd clear an area and I'd move forward that the, the battle music starts playing in the background. And then dudes would, like, spawn, like, literally right behind me. Mm. Uh, and I know normally they used to come out through the buildings and things like that. And... You know, when you're in the sewers and things kind of spring up from the from the the pools of water and whatnot. But now what it's doing is enemies are literally spawning out of midair.
2: Mm.
0: And I find that super irritating. That that's so, you know, 10 years ago. <laughs> and mm. it I, I don't like that at all. Um the as far as the you know, I've already talked about how you throw, how you throw that, use the grenade skill. I think, I don't think that's very intuitive. Another thing I don't like, um, that I always wondered why there, why is there like a reticle on the, on the red dot that's on all your weapons? Mm-hmm. So the, I guess that red dot, I mean that reticle as it expands like as, as you hold down the uh the trigger, yeah, and you're firing rounds that it expands, it becomes less precise. Yeah. So, um I don't like that. And I mean I know why they put it in there. I it's supposed to add a level of skill and, you know, make your trying to add a le- a level of um uh, urgency i guess when you're swarmed and uh i guess you know i i, I guess i understand why it's there i just think it's it's a, an element that does not need to be there um the way that like take for example when uh, i'm comparing this to housemark in dead nation uh dead nation we have a primary weapon that you start with that has infinite ammo and it is your, your, your assault rifle or your, 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 your M4, for lack of a better word. The thing that you can do with your M4 is you can hold down the trigger to charge a shot that will go through groups of enemies. So like there are choke points in, in the levels. So as zombies approach you or come at you, uh, you can use your M4, charge the trigger, or charge the round, shoot it, and it will wipe out everything in that choke point because that round has just ridiculous penetration power when you're when you're using it in that secondary fire mode. To me, having that that reticle, and I'm shooting at a at an armored enemy or a, a you know one of them dudes with the hammers that run around and the reticle starts spreading out, and all of a sudden, I'm not hitting the dude, or my shots are not are not nearly as effective. It's like, okay, this big hulking orc-looking dude with a warhammer is literally, you know, game, you know, game distance, a couple of feet away from me. Why are my shots not hitting him? You know, I, I. I That I I I find that very frustrating. So I mean I'm still enjoying the game, but I'm sort of seeing some of the warts that House Mark just does not have those the issues with their games. And you know I'm, you know say what you will. I feel I'm comparing apples to apples. Uh, But this you know you can tell that House Mark didn't do this game. You know I get it. I mean. And, well I can't even say that for the team because housemark is a small dev team too mm-hmm. uh, but in comparison to house marks games that they did that are like this from last gen the the, uh, the ascent does not play nearly as well in my opinion so it's still mm-hmm. fun it's still fun but it's doing things that that are is are, I'm finding kind of irritating and a little disappointing at the end of the day
2: are you holding the trigger down because the way desmond kind of um described it to me is that if you hold the, the right trigger down that um you're supposed to actually flange your trigger i guess so that the reticle has an opportunity to go back Start to, to close. Its, yeah.
0: yeah i yeah i i understand that i just think that's dumb
1: yeah and then the aiming, I it, the aiming kit, skill does that too it um yeah it it lessens your reticle's spread rate, so yeah, that's another thing they added dumb. into. Yeah, yeah, I just think that's
0: dumb in a twin stick shooter game. And I mean, yeah. I know this is an RPG, but at the end yeah. of the day, it's a twin stick shooter. Um, I think there are ways that you can add an element of skill through your secondary weapon fires for each weapon. Uh, you know, ba- you know, basically the same things that House Mark has done. Uh, instead of using that silly reticle that, okay, I've got the, like I said, I've got this, this orc barreling down on me. Why do I have to worry about my bullets missing this huge freaking thing that's literally just a few feet away from me? You know, and my, and my laser and my, 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 my red dot is right on it. It's like, oh, 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 well, no, I gotta, I gotta wait for the reticle to to go back to normal, you know. It, 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 I'm not saying that it's a that this is a bad game, but House Mark does it better, and you know, you can say I've been spoiled on House Mark's games, but you know, it it is what it is. I'll still play it. Uh, it's just my my interest in the game has just kind of sort of waned a little bit.
2: I wouldn't mind getting together and still playing maybe uh, only me and Dez has played multiplayer. I wouldn't mind getting a three player or even a four player. Is it up to four players or up to three yep. players, Dez? Four okay. players. All right. So yeah, yeah, I'm I'm
0: I'm definitely up to play. I'm definitely up to play uh, to group up and play. And like I said, I'll still play it, but it's at least on my in my game, enemies spawning behind me. After, in, in areas that I've recently cleared, the targeting reticule, uh, and, and I'm just kind of started seeing more of these warts because as enemies get tougher, um, those those uh, those things that I really didn't notice early on in the game are becoming more pronounced now.
2: So. Okay. All right, as far as what else I've played um, on the PlayStation, Uh, Playing a little bit more everybody's golf, of course still enjoying that Uh, Take that Mario golf (laughs) (laughs) On there, Uh, you got me playing uh, the better golf game again. So, You know, I even done some online courses and uh, you know if anyone wants to play out there I know I posted in the discord. I think it's on sale on PSN right now for ten bucks It's worthy of a ten dollar purchase in my opinion uh, another game I picked up uh, based on some like hype I saw on Twitter was an arcade archives game called Vendetta on here. And I never heard of this game before. I don't think, you know, and I'm an ar- arcade rat from the 90s, you know, 80s on here. But uh, basically Vendetta is a, a belt scrolling game. Sh- uh, you know beat them up up to four players from konami that came out in 1991 that i never heard of before so I never <laughs> heard of yeah and it's up to is four the players one where you rescued...
0: oh oh wait i know is that the one where you're um like these like over muscle dudes and you're beating and you're beating up other over muscle dudes
2: are oh, you thinking of um god the one that was at Neon Arcade that had that da 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 yeah Monster Mauler.
1: No, not
0: Monster Mauler. No, not Monster Mauler. <laughs> um, great game it's, though. Yeah, that is a great game. Um, it's like one of them looks like Guile. It's like it's like it, you,
2: it, you anyway, might I'm you might be th- you might be thinking of the Combat Tribes. Combat Tribes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's what yeah. I
2: like. So, yeah, now th- as soon as I saw this, I started looking up a little bit more information on Vendetta. It's like, oh, my God, welcome. I never played this before. So you basically um, are, uh, of course, rescuing a lady <laughs> that got kidnapped. Oh, this is like Kung Fu Master <laughs> where you're rescuing Madonna, right? Uh, no, it's not. It's not like Kung Fu Master. It's basically almost like a uh, It's it's in the final fight uh kind of genre on there and uh, you are picking up you know obviously the usual bats uh, bricks uh the bats actually f- um f- put the uh, enemies like into the foreground on there so they're kind of doing a little bit of that action on there um the kick actually is interactive because you could like knock an enemy off a ledge, and they'd be hanging on by a ledge, and you use kick to just kick them off the ledge. So, and there's like a shotgun you pick up that's obviously limited in ammo, but uh, it's it's kind of uh, a little bit inventive for the time. But you could definitely see it's a 1991 <laughs> side-scrolling broad em up on here. The characters that you control, there's a guy named Blood that basically looks like wesley snipes there's a guy named hawk that looks like hulk hogan there's a guy named boomer that basically is a john claude van damme ripoff and sledge awesome. which is a mr t uh <laughs> genre so you basically you rolling left to right with mr t hulk hogan um john claude van damme and wesley snipes to go kick some ass basically so i'm here for and it. uh Sounds yeah, fantastic it, yep and uh yeah it's just the usual stuff of the day on here uh where you know it is what it is i, I would love the, if anyone out there would want to buy it as well it's like a eight dollar price on psn it's like the usual archive arcade price so but it's up to four player co-op so i'll buy it yeah, I'll, I'll pick that up tonight yeah all right you all name right, we'll
1: the time you, we'll give you a review to, we'll give you a, re- a review next week uh, I kind
2: of delved in a little bit last night, and I kind of played like a f- first few rounds on there, and then I just said, okay, uh, I know what this game is. so <laughs> I'll probably sit down and, uh, you know, try to beat it maybe in less c- credits and that kind of thing. So, All right. Uh, but, uh, also played, um, I don't know if you guys knew, but uh, the demo for fist came out on steam and so i just had a chance right now to fire that up and i played that for like a good 45 minutes on there and got the it's basically the beginning of the game so you basically are playing uh the um rabbit ray on there and then you obviously uh, there's an issue where one of your other furry companions gets kidnapped and you have to go out and rescue him so as far as the way the game plays as far as what i've seen so so far is that um that it's just it's it's not super like it's an action-adventure game obviously you're doing some light brawling and that kind of thing you do gain moves you kind of pick up uh points um when you defeat enemies and there's like a skill tree aka like any other skill tree you could ever see in any other game like final fantasy or destiny or whatnot so you're definitely picking up further moves again like an uppercut on there but uh there's a map that you access by uh, obviously pressing a button and it's not as like super complicated as a like metroidvania where you're doing backtracking and all and whatnot i could see in some areas that there's some items i can't get to because i don't have the ability to be able to double jump and that kind of thing but it's nothing to where i feel it's uh, where i'm in the maps like super long or invasive on there and the the combat definitely has a good rhythm to it on there. And granted, I'm still at the beginning of the game. So I'm pretty sure, especially because of the fact that they are, are offering a lot of um, combat upgrades that the difficulty might, you know, obviously be balanced enough to that you'll need to use these moves later on in the game to kind of get by uh, what what you're doing on there. But uh, I know you've been looking forward to playing this Kev. So if you want to fire up the demo it's on steam right now so yeah
0: yeah i got yeah i i already know i'm gonna buy it so
2: yeah Yeah. i just i just wanted to check it out i knew i was gonna buy it too we have a news story about it too but uh um we'll kind of talk about it more in news as far as uh, the release date and what they're planning on with the game and whatnot but uh pretty much that's all i've been playing this last week so Okay, so Dan, what you've been up to,
1: man? All righty. Well, I talked about uh, PSO, uh, New Genesis, loving the Braver class. Uh, Joe and I are back on back on that grind, although he grinds much more than I do. So, uh, but it's been fun. It's definitely been fun, and it is a really good time waster. Uh, also, been playing The Ascent. Had a lengthy conversation about that. I still am loving it, warts and all. Um, and then I've also been playing uh, Tribes of Midgard. Um, again, mainly, that's con- that's kind of my go-to just um, be completely um, just, like, not think about th- what's going on. You just put it on and veg out <laughs> kind of game. Um, been really yeah. enjoying it. The game is not at all difficult. You just kind of go in there and you just, you know, you just uh build your thing up play your different classes it's 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 really a game where you can run around and 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 chill if you really want to and and i've been really enjoying that uh being able to do that so i i honestly have just been like okay cool you know let's let's just let's just do this or okay and i'm gonna go over here and do that sounds great you know (laughs) so
2: I forgot I, I did play that one time with you this last week,
1: you know, yeah. I didn't have a successful
2: playthrough because I was kept running around with like no, no clothes on except for my loincloth or whatever the hell I had on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I kept getting mauled. And in fact, that session, we got a game over on it. So,
1: yeah, yeah. The, uh, the, 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 the girl tree yeah. or whatever. Yeah, you just you sorry. uh died so we we had to you know go back so it was it was pretty sad i cried i cried.
2: i wasn't paying them as much attention to go back to uh the main village to protect the tree though granted because i kept dying because i was roaming around the things naked on there but oh well so
1: yeah but you can i mean the cool thing about it is you can just run around and you know do whatever you want and and if you get a really cool a uh, group of people who are willing to stay and hang out and and actually put forth an effort to to uh, protect the tree and and make and 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 conquer the world or whatever. It's not bad, you know. I do think that I really would like to get more people together, you know, because you can get up to ten people and then just just have a whole bunch of people uh play together on our own like server that way we can all uh have a little bit more um interactivity well not so much interactivity it's we could just have a little bit more um strategy or, or or cooperation in what we're trying to do because when you're running around with nine randoms you know they're all doing their own thing you know and it's like some people are are there do the missions and and you know build up the world and and build up everything because there's like uh, there's a slight building mechanic and you know building up your 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 village to protect it from the the creatures and then going out and killing the the giant jotuns that come in and actually just kind of conquering the world and what you're in um is something that I think is something that I would like to do but it's just every time you sign in with people you never really know what's going to happen so
2: I mean, you but can always
1: turn voice chat on for randos and see how I'm that not goes.
2: Gonna, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I'd, I'd rather... You're, you're going to have some kid yelling at you, go defend the tree, while he's I'm screaming as mom to go get a sandwich or whatnot. <laughs> yeah, why
1: aren't you doing this? Do that. And I'm like, nah, I'm good. I'm a good little kid. You know, I'm like, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm good.
2: Go away. <laughs> so... So no bring me back to Raid and Destiny
1: One moments. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I need healing. Uh, Yeah. 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 So but other than that, that's really the only things that I've those three games I think I've only things I've been playing. You know, uh PSO two and Travis and Midgard are just that kind of like, you know, that 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 thing you can put on and just play and hang out and and, you know, Joe and I can talk about the weather and how we're doing and stuff like that. (laughs) And the Ascent is kind of like, you know, this, this is a game, you know, that whose story I want to experience and really just kind of see what's going on. So,
2: and Monster Hunter Stories 2 is still taking the back seat right now because of the Switch availability, right?
1: <laughs> that is correct. But I'm probably going to get back into that because Paul has sort of put down uh, Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. So, it just seems like, you know, his, his enthusiasm for that game has waned now. So, I'll probably take up you know, ownership of the, uh, of the, uh, the switch and start playing, uh, stories. So, but I don't know though, because the Ascent has been really, been really like pulling me in. So I'm not really sure. So we'll see. Uh, but that's what I've been playing. So Kev, why don't you round us out? What else have you been playing, buddy? Well, other than the
0: Ascent, I've been playing and have finished Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. And man, that game was fantastic. Uh, definitely in the game of the year discussions for me personally. Really neat story twist towards the end of the game. I won't spoil, won't spoil anything, but this this game was just, I, I mean, Insomniac just knocked it out of the park. They, they, they knocked it out of the park with the Spider-Man and Miles Morales. Yep. They knocked it out of the park with Ratchet and Clank. As well, it, one of the best, one of the best action games, uh, you can call it a platformer, uh, although in, I don't think you do quite as much jumping uh, in this game as you did in other Ratchet and Clank's, uh, uh, but man, it's, it's been, this game has just been an, an absolute joy to play and uh, I finished, I I completed it on hard, which it it was, (laughs) there were some of those, some of those boss boss fights were, were nail biters. I mean, it was (laughs) a lot of people probably say, oh man, you know, that was easy. You know, you you shouldn't have, you know, but I'm an old man with old man reflexes. So uh, a couple of those boss fights were nail biters. A couple of them I had to do a couple of times to get the the rhythm down but all the tools that you need to uh decimate everything in your path are are given to you the weapons the the weapons dealers <laughs> that you come across and you you can earn bolts hand over fist so i i got everything that was offered to me uh the only thing that i didn't do was like you there are these um data bots that you can find throughout all the different worlds and if you collect them all you can get the secret weapon uh and I guess it's a weapon that has been in like just about every Ratchet and Clank it's like an uber weapon uh I didn't do that I found six of the ten data bots that you need uh I don't know if I'll go back and and find those additional data bots I'm Fetching those fetch things are, are not really my thing, regardless of what game I'm playing. But I couldn't recommend Ratchet and Clank anymore. And really, other than Ratchet and Clank and the Ascent, that's really all I've been playing this week. Uh like I was telling telling uh the guys on the call, I've been suffering from trying to find a, a decent freaking vacuum cleaner.
2: <laughs>
0: so mm. That sucks. Uh, Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it does. It completely does. So uh, some real-life stuff has kind of gotten in the way. Nothing groundbreaking, ground-shaking or world-shattering, but uh, just enough to really kind of pull me out of uh, the gaming that I would be doing on a more regular basis. So I only played uh, played two games this week. But that has been what I've been up to. So that's going to bring us to our next topic on the docket, and that's going to be the main event.
1: So, Dez, I'm passing the mic to you. All righty. So for the main event uh, this week, we asked a simple question. Uh, We are wanting feedback regarding the podcast. What do you like about the show? What else would you like us to do on the show or do more of? What would you like us to do less? Please uh, lend us your time and feedback so we can discuss on the pod. And basically, um, we'd like to do that you know, once, once a year. We've been going on for 100 and, uh, 134 episodes. So we have quite a bit under our belt. And because we do this uh, not for ourselves, uh, but we do this in order to talk to our community and share this passion that we have for gaming. And we wanted to we wanted to make it, you know, um, a, a good experience for you all as well because you know we again we love doing this. So uh, some of the feedback that we got back is uh, oh, and again you don't always have to wait for us to be doing to ask like you, we're always open to to criticism uh, as long as it's constructive uh, about. Uh, the podcast and what you would like to see. So you don't have to wait until uh, we give you a prompt about it. You can just let us know and we'll definitely talk about it. So uh, Gerald on discord says nothing in life is perfect, right? But I actually enjoy this show the way it is. You guys hit on all the points that I'm interested in. You give news and keep us updated on what you are playing and what you think about those said games. If anything, honestly, it'd be nice to have two shows a week but I know that's probably hard with work and all. Keep making them and I will keep listening. Well, thank you, Gerald. Uh, you've always been a constant uh, listener and um, and contributor to our show. We really appreciate it. Um, we will definitely talk about the idea of adding a second show, uh, maybe not every week or maybe having a special, um, a special episode, shorter episode. We talked about it a little bit, but we're definitely uh, thinking about that. So we'll definitely keep you posted. Um, on our discord and definitely on twitter oh
2: i'm used to doing two shows a week so but that's just me
1: so. yeah yeah <laughs> well good on you buddy so uh john bt on discord says so this metal podcast i i love has each person mentioned an album from the past that everyone should check out i realized that in gaming that's a bit more challenging but i still think it would be cool like a back Lock corner or something just to give people something to look into when uh when the same comes up okay i definitely thought i uh, thought that that was a good idea because uh i know joe has a huge back catalog um of games and i i think I, I would love to you know challenge joe to actually pick up a game and pick up a game in his backlog and actually play it you know, not beat it because beating beating a game sometimes can cause um, can can uh, cause a lot of stress like especially if you're not if you're beating it for a quote unquote quota or to or because someone told you to beat it. So I would like him just to pick a game in his backlog and and re- either review it or say, maybe you should pick this up, maybe you shouldn't, especially with er- with everyone crying, not crying. everyone talking about backwards compatibility, emulators and and steam who basically has cornered the market on you know uh last gen or or or, you know gen obsolete games by that i mean like you really can't find them for you really can't find them in the wild or if you can it's like or you don't have the system you know uh to play it on so um you can usually play a lot of those on steam i think that'd be a really good idea for us to pick a game that we can like every show pick a game that we can you know that we that we have on our on our in our backlog that we really want to get to. I think it's a really uh, good idea.
2: Good idea. I know other shows have like a game club kind of thing where they let everyone know in the community that we're playing. I think we tried it with this show like early on. I think we were trying to play. I think a couple of different games. But we wound up not like sticking to it as far as us like all playing through the same game at the same time. But I think, but I think,
1: but I think, having everyone play through the same game at the same time might not be something that we that that is just realistic for all of us. But again, I, I, we hear the suggestion, John, and we could definitely uh, think about it and try to work it into uh, a workable schedule for the three of us. But yeah. but again, we want to say thank you for for just giving just taking the time to giving us you know your your thoughts about it. Um, so Willie D on Discord said. I think it would be fun to have a guest on the show from time to time. Agreed. And um, if you want to be a show, uh, sorry, if you want to be a show, if you want to be a guest on the show, um, we always are open to that. If you have something to say, or you want to come in and comment on on a news article that we said in a prior episode, or if you want to, you know, come in and talk about what you've been playing, we would definitely love to ha- um, have have guests on the show. Um, and if you're talking about having like industry guests we could definitely try to do that too we are a small um a small uh unsponsored podcast so that might be a little bit harder um than than other podcasts but that is definitely something that we can look into to see how feasible it is in the future um uh but again we would love to have more community members um uh come and be a part of the show um, at the end of the show, Kevin always tells you how you can join our discord uh, or join our Twitter. Um, and you can definitely just say, "Hey, I would love to be on the show, and we can, you know talk about slot you in on 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 one of the days that we record. So, again, want to say that we would always love to have people come and give their uh, their uh, thoughts on this um this hobby that we all love of gaming. So, did either of you want to add anything to this to this conversation? um because those are the only three that we got
0: hey, I can't really I can't really add anything it's it's uh, I know there's a couple of things that that I would like to add to the show. Uh, I just haven't figured out a way to make them I really haven't figured out a way a, 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 if I would be able to make them work so I won't even mention what they are okay. until I until I get an idea of how I think I could get them to work. But uh, yeah, I have been thinking about ways on uh, to either improve the show or maybe add something a little bit different to it, but I just need to figure out a way um, in which to make that work. Not, not technically necessarily, but just how the ebb and flow of our show and you know it, it may be that the way our show goes that something like what i'm thinking may not actually work for the way we do things on the show and that's fine too
1: but yeah yeah but, and again that that might be a little cryptic but again um this is a fluid uh, it's a fluid show um with three people you know who who have very varying varying ideas and whatnot and so our our commitment is to work together to try to you know try to find um try to create a show that, you know, we all love, um, as much as you all love listening to. So, uh, do you have anything that you would like to add, Joe? Uh, well,
2: I appreciate all the feedback of course. And, uh, you know, it's, it's not just our show, it's your guys' show too. Obviously we're doing this not just for ourselves, but also for the interactivity that we get from our listeners as well. And so we definitely, appreciate all the feedback on there as far as things i would uh like to change about the show obviously i think we've got a good cadence with the format we have now but i know every now and then we kind of run in like uh bring some commentary especially from the discord and talk about and kind of um bring the commentary into the show itself on there you know um and definitely, I think you guys out there could suggest news articles. I know uh, this week I pretty much have pulled a lot of the news that Kevin, me, or other people in the Discord have posted on there as being kind of some stories to talk about as well. So, on there. And, you know, we, we could think of even about maybe some special themed episodes, you know, from time to time on here where we just kind of forego like our usual format too. And that might also work as well. So,
1: yeah i'm I'm totally down with doing like a like a monster mash episode or during Halloween or a, or a Halloween episode. Um, so yeah, i think I think that'd be great. i think I think you're onto something, Joe. Cool.
2: And definitely let us know out there. Um, you know you have all ways to communicate with us. Obviously, discord's the best, but Twitter, you can even email at gamingvessels@gmail.com. at gmail dot com. We haven't really mentioned the email address as of late. That you feel free to email
1: us if need be as well. So yeah. So again, thank you everyone who took the time to give us feedback. As always, uh, our feedback. We're always open to feedback. So if you have anything else that you would like to add, you can always you can always uh, join our Discord to let us know, or you can uh, message us on Twitter. Uh, Kevin will be giving all that information uh, towards the end of the show in our contacts. So uh, our next question, um, and I think this is gonna be a really fun one uh, is uh what's the funniest video game bug you've encountered? um uh, was it one of the ones where in skyrim where the the giants kicked you into orbit or did you experience where the in skyrim where the dragons were flying upside down or in skyrim not i should be picking on skyrim but um because they had a lot of bugs but yeah please share your funniest bug that you've had in a video game um i think we have a lot that we can share with you and a lot of funny stories so uh definitely definitely uh take the time and let us know um which ones uh made you chuckle the most so so uh let's get buggy with it no laughs these people don't (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, guys. So, no
2: problem. All Without
1: further ado, I'm going to send it back to, to Kev. <laughs> okay. So, so, next next topic on deck, as
0: usual, is the news.
2: So, Trader Joe, you got the mic. All right. Uh, first thing I want to talk about this is some got some discussion in our Discord this past week. Um, This is about Alienware computers, and interesting enough, Dell is canceling PC shipments to several U.S. states, so California, Hawaii, Colorado, uh, Oregon, Vermont, and Washington. Uh, Basically, some of the Alienware computers available, including the Aurora uh, R12 and R10 gaming PC configurations, cannot be sent because of newly adopted energy efficiency requirements on here. So Dell is holding back from shipping these systems. These systems use the latest generation processors from Intel and AMD using the 11th Gen Core Rocket Lake CPUs and then the um, Ryzen 5000 series chips based on Zen 3. Uh, Basically, because of the fact that these computers, as configured, consume more power than local regulations allow, they cannot ship these out to all states. That these states, basically, because of the fact that these computers are so thirsty (laughs) that uh, they are not um, shipping these computers out. Um, Dell did expand in a statement stating that this was driven by the California Energy Commission's, uh, Tier 2 implementation that defined that mandatory energy efficiency standard for PCs, including desktops, uh, AIOs, and mobile gaming systems. This was put in effect as of July the 1st, 2021. So, uh, select configurations of the Alienware Aurora R10 and 12 were the only impact the systems across dill and alienware so uh we'll have to see what happens but i guess if you want these systems obviously you know you can't build your own computer right now because the graphics card is going cray cray but well are we going to have a ship to nevada and then like you know <laughs> transported across the border possibly so, i yeah, mean it's
1: like... going to be it's going to be prohibition all over again mm. yeah and we that's did a have good some side
0: hustle that's a good <laughs> side hustle
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you never know. It's also a um we had some conversation once this article got posted on Discord and Will D had the mention so so strange. I'm all for the economy of safe energy, but is this the sword these states are going to fall on? And then Gerald commented back, said it sucks for the people that want a gaming PC but don't necessarily want to build it on their own. And then Will D came back to state, I get energy comp conservation, but this is just ridiculous. <laughs> And Gerald also commented that they're doing that with some of the gaming monitors as well on here. So there are gaming monitors right now that are being um, restricted from being sold in certain states because of the energy uh, that these said devices consume. So yeah, I just thought it was interesting. I mean, uh, I know, especially with, you know, obviously we need to do a better job with energy conservation, but... Well, we're gonna get like solar-powered CPUs or something. I don't know. As far as eh.
1: I want to talk about. I want to talk to somebody about that. Yeah.
0: I you know I don't know. It's funny. I just saw a. I haven't watched the video, but uh, Gamer Nexus was doing a review of the Alienware, and they were basically just going by their. Um, they're a headline for the video. They're basically saying you're wasting your money if you buy one of these anyway. Uh, <laughs> Gamer Nexus is kind of one of those channels that I when I bought when I purchased the components for the computer that I have now. They were one of those websites that I use to get the best. Uh, I checked out their reviews for all the components that I have so. That i have in the rig that i've got so i kind of use them as my go-to resource for pc for anything pc (laughs) and i I just think it's kind of interesting that uh that dell announces this and they come out and they say basically you ain't missing nothing Mm -hmm. uh uh their complaint is that the um if i'm if i'm remembering the headline, I think they have issues with the, cool, the their cooling solution that they utilize in the case. So uh, the last thing you want to do is have these high-end components uh, getting KO'd by internal temperatures. And let's be honest, I mean, the thing is, I don't think it's that nobody, people don't want to build their own computers. They can't. Yeah. Unless you want to pay three grand for your graphics card, you know. So this 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 rush, the hoarders basically have, are making a market for the boutique PC builders because that's really the only. If you want a high end PC, that's really the best, the most economical way to put one together. You know, and that's that's unfortunate. So, I don't know I'm, kinda, all in, I'm all in on console so I'm you know it is what it is
2: yeah I mean uh, I don't know if any of our PC loving folk uh, listeners have anything else to say but uh, we'll have to see how kind of things go moving forward whether um, hardware manufacturers will look at this and make sure as far as uh, trying to ensure that the um you know it's just like with cars you know you're going to sell a car that's able to be sold based on the uh um regulations in california versus the mainline like uh, car that's sold everywhere else if need be for emissions and whatnot it's the same thing on here so it'd be kind of crazy to think if they came up with different configurations for different states <laughs> if they get got that uh you know uh crazy and specific about that so
0: yeah that well that is kind of sort of the the way the car industry is like is right now like i was looking at uh uh there is this company that has taken it, it, it's a specialty vehicle but there is this company that uh, tunes uh general motors vehicles uh they purchase the Yanko name, and if you're into muscle cars or if you've been a muscle cars on the GM side, you under know what the Yanko name is, and basically their top-end vehicles cannot be sold within the state of California. They had to make a California-compliant vehicle uh, specifically for this state, and I mean— you can you can reason you can ask yourself: Do you really need a one thousand twenty horsepower car for the street? I think that's a fair question. You you know the answer, of course, is no. But if you can <laughs> afford it, I say why not? Yeah. But you can't get that you can't get that particular uh, vehicle that that Camaro in the state of California. You have to buy the California compliant one, which is limited to uh, a, a paltry 670 horsepower, which, you know, again, <laughs> uh, which, you know, I personally would buy in a heartbeat, but if I, you know, if, if I was in the market for, uh, for that, but, you know, you, you gotta abide by these, by these
2: legislations, unfortunately. Do, do people, have, like, take cars and import them from other states to try to bypass this or is that something
0: Oh dude, people... people people buy cars and import them from other countries. Yeah. Like that's how people have gotten a hold of the uh, the Nissan Skyline. They buy the Skylines from Japan, have them shipped over here, and then once they get here, they take them to aftermarket shops to have um California compliant components installed in them. Uh, other people, and I, I've heard that some people kind of sideline that, like they'll have the car registered in um, in a nearby state, but they live in California. You know, like in Nevada, where you know where I where you don't have to do the small the whole smog thing, and you know they basically kind of there's a way that they can fudge the registration. And so they're driving around, you know, in California with a non-compliant car. But most of the people that get their car shipped over here, uh, like in the case for the Skyline, uh, they send them to specialty shops to have those components added to make them small compliance. Yeah, that is a whole market aftermarket unto itself.
2: Gotcha. All right, good deal. Uh, next news story is about a fighting game that we all know and love on here, but there was some back and forth uh, on YouTube and on the interwebs this week. Of course, this is Evo weekend uh, as well. So kind of themed properly on there. So uh, Maximilian Dude uh, basically started a campaign for, the re-release of marvel versus capcom 2. you know if you didn't know marvel versus capcom 2 uh basically it's kind of held on the uh, prior gen systems is the last time it was like remastered on there and you cannot buy any sort of uh you know version of it they took the version off the market there's like some sort of disagreement and or a non-licensing thing between disney and also uh capcom on there so the game is currently has been delisted i've been i think it's been delisted for at least six to seven years Mm -hmm. on there so and obviously this game is like the standout of all the marvel games on here but uh you know this has gotten kind of people talking on line a little bit mike mica from digital eclipse uh, the company that was ahead of the last re-release of Marvel vs. Capcom, 2 mention on Twitter that uh, uh, that they would be down for it. They would uh, love to work on this if uh, Capcom and Disney would allow them to. They talking about swapping in GGPo, which is the latest and greatest like uh, uh, internet cadence for latency for fighting games to, you know, obviously play well online on there. They want to also comment and do some documentary and museum work uh, with the game as well on there, but uh, they need to talk to Disney and Capcom to make it real on here. And I know other people were kind of wish-listing if they just made an entire like Capcom Marvel compilation with every game on there. Like, you know, you talk about X-Men Children of the Atom you Know X Men versus Street Fighter, you know, Marvel superheroes. I that's think that's just uh, wishing right now. Oh, I know, I know, but I, you know, I think the powers that be should know that there is an outpouring of support for these games, not just mvc 2 on here. That I would love to see like all the Marvel capcom games basically get their own compilation and re-release i would definitely think if they could charge 60 bucks for mass effect they could definitely charge 60 bucks for marvel versus capcom and um like a capcom marvel compilation on there to kind of bring these games to modern systems on there so but what you guys think would you love to see uh you know this become a reality if need be
0: I think it would be cool but at the same time I mean MVC2 is probably the best is it's, it's oh man that game it would be great to play but having played the <laughs> played that game uh back in the what was that, PS3 days uh Xbox 360 days online, the I really am not looking forward to playing the endless supply of storm uh, storm, magneto and Sentinel teams because <laughs> in order basically that's the team that you use to to beat everybody because they're so broken. When they're on the same team, those teams are absolutely broken. If you go to if you go to uh, like if you if you watch a stream on Evo this weekend or next week or next weekend, if there a, if there is a broadcast of Marvel versus Capcom two, you know playing it on emulator or whatnot, ninety nine point nine percent of the people playing are using Storm, Magneto, and Sentinel, and I. <laughs> I have no. I while well, I I like the game, and it would be it would be nice to have just in my library as one of the, one of the funnest fighting games that that Capcom's ever put out there. Playing it online would be something I'd never do because the last thing I feel like dealing with is is the frame traps that Storm puts out, the lockdowns that Sentinel puts out, and the base and. Basically, unless you're using those same characters, you're you're basically screwed because they're so broken on the same team. So
1: that's a negatory Ghost Rider.
0: Yeah, I would probably buy it for myself, but I would yeah. never play it online. I would never play that game online.
2: That would be like a perfect like come over to my house and let's like you know do some versus play and get a pizza yeah. and just like chill, you know? So. Yeah, yeah, yeah I would I would definitely buy it. But I, I play it online. Oh, hell no. There you go. How about you, Des? You'd like to see some of these uh, prior Capcom uh, Marvel arcade games. You know, if they're being re-released by Arcade 1-Up in the cabinet, why they, can't they be re-released on modern-day
1: systems? So, uh, I'll give you one reason. I don't think that it would be profitable for them. Uh, with the amount of emulators and the amount that it's been put... Um, in back catalogs and and stuff like that, I just don't think that they would. That I just I just don't think that they see a market for it, and that's why they, that's why they wouldn't do it. Um, now, if Evo, if Evo was this you know giant thing and they could get sponsors and people were like there was just like a fan outcry for it, um, then yeah, we would start seeing we would start seeing this. But but I just don't think that th- I just think there's no money in it for them, and I think that the because I don't think it's a matter of of making it look better or putting the or putting the the uh, the time and money and effort uh, or time and effort to make it look good. I just don't think it would be cost effective for them to do that. You know, especially when you got Street Fighter Five, you know, blowing up and people still play that, and you know, you got. Guilty Gear and Melty Blood and all these other games. I mean, I, I would love to know how many people would how many people would want want that stuff back, except for the people who were like hardcore, you know, f- for the nostalgia buy. Like you were talking about getting together, you know, getting a pizza and then you know hanging out with your friends and doing like tiered matches or something like that. I mean, like with your friends, I can see people doing that, but but then again, if you're gonna do that, you just put in your Raspberry Pi and you're ready to go. So I just don't, I just don't see it it commanding uh people to want to do that you know it just doesn't seem like people will 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 care enough about it so. oh they will they will they
0: will mvc2 is like the holy grail in the fighting game community mm-hmm. it, it is like when marvel versus capcom 3 came out which i did not like at all it's like everybody was like well, we should be playing marvel versus capcom Two. I mean, the 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 pro players played it, and there was an attempt to get a big, you know, get people into it, but MVC three was nowhere near as big as Marvel vs. Capcom two as far as the community goes. So, if it comes to systems, if they were if they were to put it back, if they were to get all this stuff lined up and and. Posted on Steam and PSN and Xbox Live. Oh, it would be it would be bought up like nobody's business.
1: Mm. It, would, I would, it
0: absolutely would be.
1: I would love there a, to. Yeah. No, no. For me, I would just love to see that because I do think that those old games need need love, and I think that they really should be brought back. Um, again, I just don't know how how people would be like into it or not you know the
0: question is is how much are you willing to pay because those licenses ain't gonna come for free that's true that's true you know uh, I- are you going to be willing to pay 30 bucks for Marvel versus capcom 2 because i can see you know and i don't follow the comic books and the movie and and the movie uh industry all that closely but given that the house of mouse owns marvel
1: Oh well, yeah. they ain't gonna
0: let that. They ain't gonna let those the licenses go cheap.
1: Completely forgot about that. Yeah, that's that's a whole another thing. Is like is like can can they monetize it? You know, can Mickey Mouse make money off of this? I totally I forgot see, about that. I can
0: see. I can see people. People are. I can see people having to, to having to cough up between thirty and four and fifty bucks for this game if it were to come back. It's it not simple. Okay that that's the question. That's the question, and that's where the that and that's where the where Disney's greed and uh, the lawyers getting their cut, and you know all these different you know you have all these characters you know like Spider Man you know it's like okay how do we how are we going to get keep Spider Man in here you know then you got to get bring Sony into the mix it, this is a, this is an entertainment lawyer's wet dream. Yeah. Because they are just going to be... <laughs> they are just going to be charging up the wazoo. And it it's going to come down to, all right, it's a fighting game. It is very much... It is much in demand, but the fighting game subset within the overall gaming community is small. You know, are they going to be willing to pay 30, 40, 50 bucks for this? And if not are they or or won't they cuz this i can see that come see it coming down to all right y'all wanted marvel vs capcom 2 uh, this is what it's going to cost and i can see a lot of those same people that have been cheering and and pushing for this to be brought to fruition all of a sudden, oh, you know what? That 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 Raspberry Pi don't look so bad. Now.
1: Exactly, <laughs> you know. But
0: that's... but but it is not because the demand is not there. It is because, because so many licenses and attorneys and deals are going to be needed to bring this game to fruition. That's just what it's going to cost.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's a lot different from bringing out in you know like a separate arcade cabinet with an arcade one up versus bringing it out for consoles. Cause I mean, oh, obviously the range is definitely a lot wider and a lot more licenses are involved as well. So we'll, we'll see if they get it off the ground. I, I hope that they do on there. I think the preservation of, of this game probably be a good thing on there. You know, obviously it's still preserved with Illegal means, but uh, to have a a legal way for people to play this would be good. Hell, they should really talk about doing a Marvel versus Capcom 4, but I doubt after 3 if Capcom really has it in them. I think they need to get Street Fighter 6 back on track. You know, they've been rumored to have been working on Street Fighter 6 and having it uh, being development hell. Uh, That's why... Uh, what's-his-face, Scott, uh, he left Capcom, if need be, mm-hmm. so. Trying to think of that oh, cat's name. Oh, no, right? Oh, no, yeah.
1: Street Fighter Six. Yeah. I even even think that they were going to do something like that. I totally thought yeah. they were like, nope, not in the mix. <laughs> well, no, the rumor no.
0: is that Luke is uh, actually a character from Street Fighter VI. Uh, Capcom has not actually confirmed that. They announced Luke as being the last character coming to Street Fighter V, and they've the way he plays and some of the mechanics that he uses are different from all the other characters on the roster. Uh, so there is a belief that Luke is a hint of, is going to be a hint of how Street Fighter 6 is going to play. That's uh, the going, the going hubbub like, right now.
2: Looked like an Alex rip off to me, but I don't know. it was just me not. He's like, he's me. like if Alex was in MMA. Okay, yeah, like if him Alex in May, though.
0: was in MMA If Alex People was like MMA, in MMA, that's who he is He's got a whole bunch of punches He's got like a He's got, uh, what's his name from Street Fighter 4's. uh He's got his Like overhead kick uh, yeah, I was about to call it, say his name, but he was kind of like The Alex wannabe, he just didn't have The uh, uh, All the grapple moves um, So yeah
2: and I know a lot of people were, were coping for that last character to be someone like Mikado or like deadly or mm-hmm. someone from street fighter three, but obviously they didn't get their wish. So
1: yeah. They were yeah. like, Nope. Yeah. <laughs> Keep on dreaming. Yep. Just dreaming is uh, free buddies. <laughs> all right. And
2: next new story I want to talk about is games pass for August. So they uh, obviously are rotating games in rotating games out. So, uh, Microsoft, for the month of August, is bringing a number of different games. Uh, Hades is coming uh, August 13th oh, uh, for, that. for PC, Cloud, and Console. Art of Rally, a stylish driving game, uh, is arriving for Console, PC, and Cloud on August the 12th. Uh, there's a bunch of games that just dropped a couple days ago on August the 5th, including Dodgeball Academia, which we talked about in the show previously. Uh, Curse of the Dead Gods and Luminous Remastered on there. Uh, Katamari Damacy Reroll also hit Games Pass the same day on August the 5th on here. And then for Games Pass on PC, uh, Management Sim Starmancer hit, of course, on August 17th for (laughs) your PC Games Pass. game pass ultimate you're going to get microsoft solitaire collection premium edition an ad-free version of solitaire that you can play at Mm -hmm. your leisure so des look forward to firing that up on your bad boy pc i am
1: ready to go this is why this is why i spent my dollar right there buddy
2: (laughs) And of course, with EA's acquisition of Codemasters, a bunch of Codemaster games are actually going to hit Games Pass. So Dirt 4, Dirt Rally, Dirt Rally 2.0, F1 2020, and Grid. The 2019 flavor of Grid is going to be available via Xbox consoles on EA Play as of August the 10th on here. And they said that F1 2020, Dirt 5, and Grid will also be added uh, for PC uh, at some point in the near future so and also there's a couple of new day one games 12 minutes uh which is that kind of weird like uh, narrative game where it's all uh, overhead yeah do you remember uh, that one from the, At- annapurna yeah yeah
1: with the um uh with the stars i
2: can't remember who yeah they are, william but... defoe i think and there's some other yeah uh, stars that were in that game, and Knots 2 is going to launch on August 25th. Ah,
1: so. so I'm happy about that. I will be paying Psychonauts, so... Yeah. Uh, some of
2: these other games, I mean, Curse of the Dead Gods is something I actually purchased. It's a, like a roguelike uh, purchase on PS4. I haven't played it yet in Story of My Life, but uh, I think <laughs> that was a good get, and Katamari is also fun to play through as well. So uh, as far as the games that are going to be leaving, uh, Ape Out Darksiders Genesis, Don't Star, Final Fantasy VII, the old version. Crossing Souls and Train Sim World leave on August 15th. And then uh, Grand Theft Auto V is leaving as of August the 8th. Don't cry for me, GTA Five, on uh, here. I think if you had a chance to play it, you would have played it already. But uh, that's, that's true. Basically, the ins and outs of Games Pass for August on there. Any comments, concerns? <laughs> nope.
1: Art of, of
0: Rally
1: me, looks
2: interesting.
1: Which one? Art of Rally. Hmm. I, okay, mean, I... That
0: one looks kinda of interesting to me. Yeah,
1: yeah, I looks like, yeah. playing my normal game that I would normally play, which is uh Sekunauts, and that's it. Art of Rally looks cool. It's a overhead it's overhead perspective, right, Kev?
0: It's kinda of overhead slash three quarter perspective. Okay. The camera kind of switches around. Uh but yeah, it looks kinda of, it could be kinda of fun.
2: Yeah, I always like kind of more arcadey like uh, racing games like that. So um, definitely give it a shot on there. And of course, Hades being not stuck on the Switch, but uh, on a high-definition console will probably be good to play through as well. Uh, I, so. I must
0: be like the only person on Earth that is not really all that interested in playing Hades. It's like, I, I, everybody sings that game's praises, but I look at the gameplay and I'm, I'm just not, I don't know what it is. I, it's not pulling me in. It's not pulling me in at all. I don't know. I mean, maybe I'll, I'll, maybe I'll check it out on Games Pass, but for whatever reason, it's not, it's not sticking with me. Gotcha.
2: Yeah, I know you mentioned on the Discord, I figure I might as well mention it here, but uh, Back for Blood, I know the beta is out right now, I'm not playing it currently, but I wasn't sure if Game Pass members, because of the fact that it's free on Games Pass or available on Games Pass Day 1, are able to play the beta or not, but... uh, uh i don't know what you guys is feeling on back for blood is i'm not like the hugest left for dead left for dead 2 fan so it's something to where i don't think i'm wanting to buy it on another platform just to play it on my platform of choice i think if need be i'll wait uh for it to be on games Pass day one and play it there what, what are you guys' plans for back for blood uh, same thing as you
1: i'm not i'm not planning on buying it um i'm planning on uh playing it on on games Pass with y'all like i have no desire to buy it i mean it's a it doesn't feel like my type of game first person zombie shooter like yeah that just screams i'm gonna play this with all y'all <laughs> you know it's just like screams- i don't gonna be rude or anything but that's just what it screams to me so uh- it kind of
2: tells me uh, we should go back and play Zombie Army Four versus <laughs> waiting for Back for Blood, but that's just me. So.
1: But it's the new hotness.
2: It's the new hotness. What mm-hmm. about you, Kev? I know you were asking in the Discord what everyone's plans was for the game. So.
0: Yeah, I was. I you know it was being kind of talked a lot about on Twitter. So I just wanted to see what what the community temperature was on that game. I'm kind of. I would be willing to buy it. On PlayStation, if there were, if enough people are dedicated to playing over there, um I think we only had one. I only saw one response. Uh, yeah, who said Gerald. Would, it was Gerald said that he would play it on PlayStation. Um,
2: but I know him, and you know, basically, it's like same thing. I think he would be willing. Like, remember, we drew the line in the sand with the Outriders and. Want to play on PlayStation Five versus playing on Xbox? So, mm-hmm. I think at that time you didn't have your Xbox Series X, though. So, mm-hmm.
0: but yeah, I because I think they're saying that that game is only going to be like forty bucks.
2: Yeah, I think it, so. It's yeah. not going
0: to be the seventy dollars. So, I wouldn't mind buying it on PlayStation for that for at that price. But if folks are are going to either be playing it on PC or xbox and i i would just as soon play it there because i'm i'm because the game i'm going to be getting that similar to that on playstation is going to be uh alien Fireteam. uh that's the one i'm going to be getting that's going to be in that in that gameplay loop
2: yeah i already have that game pre-ordered for playstation 5 so yeah so what's your plans for Alien fire fire team des
1: I'm probably gonna pick it up and play
2: with you guys okay good deal. I, I love that uh xbox uk kind of re- release summer of xbox graphic and it had all these game pass games and they threw alien fire team that conveniently didn't have the game pass graphic underneath in tiny letters but everyone's like oh it's aliens on games pass now and everyone's like having a cow and everyone had to, like, emphasize the fact that, no, this is the outlier of all the games listed here. They're not going to be day one on Games Pass. So a lot of people would just, you know, unfortunately, I think yeah, Game I Pass is a good service, but I think they expect too much, you know.
0: No, Fox wanted more money for the Aliens <laughs> franchise. That's what happened. That's why it's not on Game Pass. Oh,
2: well, even with, uh, remember Scarlet Nexus had the uh, Xbox marketing lead and the money being pumped into and so many people because of the marketing that xbox placed on the title thought it was going to be game pass day one they're not separating the console and, and the service unfortunately it's like it's become just ambiguous like with you know xbox and game pass being the same thing basically it seems like and uh you know i would almost say xbox in a way is almost like losing its identity you know yeah. Uh, well, I'm that is you... the identity. That is, Game know. Pass
0: is the identity, and the reason Scarlet Nexus isn't on Games Pass is because Microsoft didn't offer them enough upfront money. I, I'm yeah. convinced of that. I'm con- yeah. I'm absolutely convinced of that, because they know, they know, that Xbox gamers are not going to buy that type of game. They're just not, and that's not. I'm not throwing shade on X. I mean, heck, I've got an Xbox. I'm not throwing shade or anything, but they typically don't buy that type of game. Yeah, and they knew that, and Microsoft gave them a low ball, a low ball offer to throw it up on Games Pass, and they said, "No, I think we can make that up on on other and and on other platforms." So that's why it's not there.
2: Yeah, I almost Which just smart. Just, yeah, they could throw it up on Games Pass nine months from now. Yeah, throw it up day one though. So. Yeah.
0: Talk to me in nine months when everybody that's wanted the game has bought it on all these other platforms, and you know, you throw some throw some more ducats, and yeah, we'll talk. But you no, know, I think I think they they feel they can get their value from the game traditionally.
2: All right, next new story. Talk about this real quick. Uh, Focus Home Interactive has broken out their checkbook and has purchased the uh, Streets of Rage Four publisher. Emu. On here, so they did purchase 77.5% of .EMU, which is the French company that is focusing on doing retro-style games. Of course, so they did Streets of Rage 4. Uh, they done like Monster Boy, The Dragon's Trap in the past, and so uh, they sold the company for a total of uh, 38.5 million euros on there. So, and I guess they're gonna get an additional payment of 15 million euros after reaching certain revenue targets on here so I guess focus has been buying some other developers they bought deck 13 the German developer behind the surge and surge 2 and lords of the fallen and they bought another studio stream on studio which uh, is the maker of space hulk deathwing and necromunda higher gun on here so hopefully we see that they're still focused because they've been doing a really good job with some of their retro licenses that they're working on with uh tribute games uh, the teenage mutant ninja turtle shredders revenge uh game and then also working on metal slug tactics on there so but uh, just uh seems like you know the games market as nowadays just uh companies are buying companies and we're seeing consolidation for sure so
1: that's probably the safest thing right now for for some smaller companies just to get it's sad but to get uh you not buy a bigger company and hope you don't get dissolved yeah
2: yeah you gotta look at
1: uh, companies like
2: obsidian where they're just going from project to project just trying to get enough money and enough funding from who knows where (laughs) as far as trying to you know get people to continue to fund whatever creative visions that they do have so so hopefully this leads to because focus has been they're okay but uh you know they're the same publishers you know if you've seen of like those like um games that sometimes you know you see it, every game stop and there are you know tens of copies but they want up like you know like uh what's that game with uh, the robot monsters that has the Ultraman crossover i think override override too
1: yeah i think it's on yeah, here so
2: yeah so they published that and i know they also published like a number of uh, different titles i know that uh, chris tales that uh, rpg that's on games pass right now uh, kind of indie ish is also published by them as well so you know so they they dip their in enough i think unique and cool stuff i mean the surge was good for what it is like a euro jank version of dark souls basically so uh you know that they are at least getting some different stuff out there. I believe also they published like uh, Greedfall as well on there, even though Greedfall, the developer Spider, just got purchased by uh, the same um, European company that bought um, Gearbox actually. So so there's been a lot of back and forth uh, consolidation with a lot of the Euro uh, developers. So. All right. Next uh, thing I want to talk about briefly here, uh, this is part of the uh, PlayStation Indies focus this past week. But Platinum Games, um, in the past, has had April Fools' like trailers for a sequel to uh, Moon Cresta and Terra Cresta. They had this game called Soul Cresta that they showed on here, but it's not an April Fools' joke. It actually exists in real life, so it is get basically the hell out of here. Get the hell out of here! Yes. And I actually remember playing Mooncresta back in the day. I mean, uh, it was like one of the old school, um, you know, top down space shooters on there. But uh, to see that, you know, uh, Hideki Kami, Kamiya from Platinum Games has basically been working on this and trying to get this out there, going, they talked to Hamster Corporation, which own the license for the. Uh, uh, cresta series on there and uh, basically um, got the license to do this game and so it's coming out for everything in the, under the sun it's coming out for pc ps4 and nintendo switch in 2021 sorry xbox fans i guess uh, no love there but uh, <laughs> mm. but the trailer that they showed i mean they talked about the dock and split system on there it's kind of similar to where in galaga you know you're merging multiple ships into one ship and so you could split and reorder the three individual parts to change the weaponry to fit the current situation so you're able to transform on there but uh uh, from what i've seen of the trailer i think it looks impressive and uh it's something to wear especially if it's affordable enough i think i'm gonna pick up day one what do you think kev
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll be there. I played Terra Cresta in the arcade a lot. It was one of the few shooters that I played in the arcade. So, um, yeah, I will definitely be here to pick this up. Just like I I did with R-Type, even though I haven't played R-Type yet. Me (laughs) I,
2: I think maybe I need to go and my birthday little time off was was perfect to just fire up some games and just give them a good run around but yeah Uh, Yuzo Koshiro is also doing the music for this game the same guy that did the original Streets of Rage 1 and 2 soundtrack on there along with like some old school like uh, Shinobi from back in the day on the Genesis 2 so I think the music's going to be fire on there so I'm definitely looking forward to this one so and if you want to uh, see the words from uh Kameya himself Ugh, if i could talk um that there was a playstation blog post in english from Kamiya. just talking about his inspiration for the game and why he went back to this game and he was talking about a love because they're known for you know, obviously their um, stylized action games but he says that from when he was growing up as a kid that you know he played a number of different games including you know shooters and he says he has affinity towards the cresta series in particular and that's what kind of started this whole thing up as far as him thinking about working on it and talking about that he befriended the president of hamster and went out to you know go drink with him and talk about doing this and they got to go ahead Mm -hmm. (laughs) on that because if you don't know japanese game industry a lot of the business and whatnot's done over um, bouts of drinking and going out mm. and eating and drinking and, you know. Probably, so, the, so. Way <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. probably the way it should be. Yeah. Yeah. Probably the way it should be.
0: When you, you know, you're drinking and you vibe with a person, you know, egos get out of the way and, you know, you're, you might be able to make some things happen that otherwise may not be. Uh, I think there's probably a um, a valid reason to to make business deals over a few beers.
2: Uh, I don't know if he had a chance, but I don't know if, but you know, the main guy in Namco, Harada, the developer um, extraordinaire behind Tekken. Yeah. He has mm-hmm. a series on YouTube where he has his bar and he basically invites other Japanese developers over there to drink with him. And that's trans, subtitled into english basically and it's just really fun to watch actually you know sitting there you know watching like uh um other japanese developers in there you know they'll cook a meal for this guy pour a beer or two and sit here and talking about games and life and that kind of thing so Mm -hmm. enjoyed watching those so cool all right next thing uh briefly like i mentioned in um our playlist is that fist Forge and Shadow Torch is gone gold and is going to be available on PS5 and PS4 on September the 7th. Also, it's going to be available on Steam as well. So um, they also stated that there is a physical release in the US and European territories. It's on track. They don't have the details as of yet. I know the Japanese version does have the English um, text for it and uh, is also available for pre-order as it stands right now on there but it is available also on psn as stated so just want to let everyone know um, if you're interested to check it out the demos on steam so if you want to play uh, definitely if you're interested give it a download uh, it actually it's the demo's meaty enough where it actually saves. you, saves your progress. So you don't necessarily have to play it all one get, get go. You could actually go back to it. And so I think it'll give you a good idea how the game plays if need be. So, all right. And have anything to add, either of you two, on that?
0: Nope. Yeah, I'll be getting that day one for sure. I just, I'll just be playing it on PlayStation. I really don't. That's kind of sort of where I want to play that game.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to play it on Steam. I mean, although I like Steam, I'm just not going to play it on Steam.
2: Uh, you know, if, from what the performance I had on the demo, I basically turned all the bells and whistles on. I'm playing on 1440p, and uh, it looks good. And the frame counter basically is saying it was running around 70 to 75 frames per second. So Great. but I'm curious to see what haptic you know, features of the DualSense that they have for the game, too. So I'll definitely be playing it on the PlayStation, so. And then uh, added one last news story, kind of more focused on something that Kevin's been looking forward to, but the Intellivision Miko has been delayed a third time. It's now being promised to be uh, out by the quote unquote end of the year on there. So they sent an email out last night uh, stating why they weren't able to keep its original schedule on there. They are saying about the global pandemic disrupting our production and so on and so forth and uh talk about we need more time to optimize our operating system for future game development and so on and so forth so so how do you feel about this kev i mean are you uh a little bit uh, bummed that's not coming out in october
0: well i'm i'm not bummed um i i'm you know these things happen um
2: mm-hmm. uh,
0: I I I'm not one to get been out of shape because something that I'm looking forward to gets delayed. It, you know, it's real world. <laughs> you know, there's real life happens, and uh, you know, this is just one of the things that got cut up. I the reason I, I put that in our outlines because I got the email yesterday, and uh, I'll just I'll just uh, read a, read a couple of lines here. Uh, We originally planned to launch Amico in the fall of 2020, uh, and that original uh, release date was in October, uh, but had to adapt during the midst of the global pandemic, disrupting our production despite our best efforts and now facing new unprecedented international component supply and logistics challenges beyond our control. We want to apologize as we are forced to push our desired launch date yet again. And, you know, they talk about the chip shortage uh, that has affected everything. I mean, it's affecting the automobile industry, too. I mean, if you go to, you know, if you go to, like, Michael's Chevrolet, Michael's Toyota, Michael Chevrolet, uh, any of the, many of the, uh, uh, like, uh, Toyota dealerships, they don't have any new cars, like none it's it's all used cars and now used cars are demanding a premium yeah they know, are because nobody has nobody has a new car so these used cars are costing just as much if not more than new cars
1: yeah it is a horrible time to buy cars right now
0: it is it is but it is a pretty good time to sell to sell your car if you're in the if you're looking to sell mm. even though you won't be able to find nothing new so if you just want to switch to another used car, this would probably would be a good time to sell. Uh, and it goes on to say, everyone in Intellivision wants to thank you, our dedicated fans and loyal followers for your enthusiasm and incredible unwavering support for Amico. As a special thank you to everyone who has pre-ordered an Amico, we will be sending out a very special thank you gift to you via email next week. We cannot wait to share with you what we've built, and assure you that the wait will be well worth it. And it's signed the Intellivision team. So, you know, these guys are not a big company. So, you know, these guys are getting pushed further and further and further down the down the chain, you know, uh, behind big tech companies like Sony and Microsoft and Samsung, you know, behind the automotive industry. So... I get it, and it, it 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 just it, it it's unfortunate, but I'm still looking forward to the product. Um, I think it's going to be real. I think it's going to be real good for what it is. So I'm I'm still maintaining my pre-order.
2: Good deal. It's been kind of interesting to the fall of like hubbub on in television and uh, Tommy Tallarico and the Bracera is also like being real cranky towards. Uh, Talerico, because according to them, he's alt right, I guess, and we're going back and forth about all that crap. So, you know, I don't care.
0: You know, it, you know what's so funny is if we really, if we, if we really cared to go into, you know, the people behind the products that we use on a daily basis and said, oh, yeah. "I'm not going to support them because they're racist," they said this, they thought that, then we'd still be living in caves, especially if you're black. We wouldn't have nothing. You know, uh, my mom, my mom to this day will not buy Max Factor products because they, when they were approached to advertise on um, uh, Nat King Cole's uh, weekly evening program, the head of Max Factor at the time said, we will never, and I repeat, never advertise our our products on a nigger show. That's what he said, you know, quote. And I guarantee you that there are other CEOs of companies that probably said the same thing. Yeah. But if you do, if you dig enough, if you dig and do enough research um, and if I was just to live my life by that, I'd, st- I'd, I'd be, I'd, I'd be walking to work probably <laughs> half naked because most of the, the, the Levi and all these other places that probably CEOs have probably said some sketchy shit in the past. So, (laughs) I don't care if Tommy Tellerico voted for Trump. I don't care if he's alt right. I don't care if he's QAnon. He's got a dope product that I'm hyped for, and it is what it is. And and the guy, the dude seems like a nice guy. And you can be a Trump supporter and actually be a nice person.
2: God forbid. I I know
0: (laughs) some. I go to church with some of them. I disagree with them on politics all the time, but they're actually good people, you know. You, that is possible.
2: Don't need to cancel everyone out. So no, no. But we, we I could probably go into into that a little bit more, but we'll let it die right here. Yeah. Okay. So that's that is the news for this week. So,
0: alrighty. So contact. You can reach our show at gamingvessels at gmail dot com. That's the email you want to use. If you've heard something that you want to respond to or if you would actually like to be on our show and get your opinions on our favorite hobby hobby of video gaming out to our listeners, you're going to want to send an email to GamingVessels at gmail.com. Individually, we have our own social media accounts. I can be found on Twitter for the moment at oh. ShonaF71. That's S-H-O-N-U-F-F. The number 71 on PlayStation Network, I'm Shonuff7, same spelling with the number 7 at the end. Xbox Live, I'm Shonuff071, same spelling with 071 at the end. On Steam, I am Shonuff71, same spelling as before. And on Switch, my friend code is 765821553309. Uh, so, Joe, where can folks get a hold of you at, man?
2: Uh, they could find me on Twitter, forwarding contest entries at Joe Fongul J-O-E-F-O-N-G-U-L. On uh, PSN and Steam, um, under the username Kamunagara, K-A-M-U-N-A-G-A-R-A. On Xbox, same spelling, K-A-M-U-N-A-G-A-R-A, 6995. And then my Nintendo friend code, if and when I ever turn it on again, 4712-5953-1409. All right. Sure. I guess that's me next, right?
1: Yes, you got it.
0: Where can they get a hold of you at? Eh?
1: All righty. So that'll be uh the Nemo six T H E N E M O six on um, on Twitter. You can find me on PSN and Steam at Nemo Tigger, N-E-M O T G G R. That's both of them. And my Nintendo friend code is five two eight zero six six seven four four five one nine and uh as always uh if you message us or want to be our friends just tell us how you've met how you know us mention gaming vessels or something because we want to speak to people not bots so they know what they did
0: (laughs) all righty all righty and of course we would be negligent if we did not mention our discord server we are growing that community we got a lot of diverse and varied opinions on gaming that are discussed uh with uh cordiality and with uh with an idea of brotherhood which seems to be in short supply (laughs) on social media these days Mm -hmm. so i would definitely encourage you to join us on our on our on our um our discord server the content that i would normally be sending to twitter i'm just posting it up on discord and uh trying to trying to build up discussion over there and you can find our discord link on our Twitter page at gaming vessels. You can also find it on any podcast aggregate that you use to download this show. There is no waiting period. There is no screening process that you need to do. You just click the link and you are part of the fun. So I would highly encourage any of our listeners to hit us up on our discord servers. And uh, again, Yeah, I don't want to end the show without thanking everybody, thanking those who participated. Shout out to Gerald, shout out to John B T, and shout out to Will D, who responded to our main event question. Uh, We do this show for for y'all because, again, like I like to say, without y'all, we'd just be three old dudes shouting ones and zeros into the internet ether. So, uh, thank you for those who listen to our show on a weekly basis. So, for Trader Joe, aka the Food Max of Gaming, who can maximize your gaming dollar, and for Des, the Bay Area Terror, the Cat Daddy, the High Res Hater, and the Gamer Step Daddy, no. I'm <laughs> I am Seventy One, aka Digga Doolamite, telling you that we will be back next week for Episode One Thirty Five.
2: Purple bling bling. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>